I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome in to Speak for Yourself. You know the rules. Volume up, remotes down, stay for a while. Here with Cowboys insider, NFL insider Dave Hellman, the one and only Joy Taylor, my dog, 252 Live. Now it's finally here. It's game day. NFL season kicks off right here, right now, which got me thinking. Let me get my rock. Let me get my rock. There it is. I was born into the Buffalo Bills being in second place. The Bills open up tonight, and I was born into them being second. From 1990 to 1993, second place, second place, second place, second place, four consecutive Super Bowl losses. Mm. This rings true even to today. Two years ago, Josh Allen, second place in the MVP voting to Aaron Rodgers. We remember that. He had over 4,500 total yards last year. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, were 13 seconds away from the AFC championship game. Second, 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 second. Even this year, 2022, got three twos in it. But you know what I say? I say this is a year of the first for the Buffalo Bills. I think Josh Allen will finish first in MVP voting. I think the Buffalo Bills will finish first, hoisting the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the season. This is the year of the first. But it starts with the first game tonight in L.A. Bills versus Rams. I think the Bills go all the way. I think the Bills defeat the Super Bowl champs, the Rams, tonight. And then I think they win the Super Bowl. But, Joy Taylor, do you agree with me that the Bills will be first, even though they're perpetually second and win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Uh, we're going to start the show off agreeing with each other I today. I love it. What a day. Oh, wow. what a day. What a surprise. It's what the start day. of the NFL season. It is here. Very right. exciting. Oh, absolutely. Big energy. Yes. Uh, that way. Yeah, that way. Don't let me hang in. It's that a big way. desk. Sorry. Uh, yes, I totally agree with you. I, I know Bills fans all think that I am uh, mad at them right now. We're taking shots at them because of my dad joke the other day. But it's all love. I actually really do believe in the Bills this year. I think it is their moment. As you mentioned, you listed all the times that they came so Second. close. Josh Allen, he is a certified star, but mm -hmm. he hasn't quite taken that next step into superstardom by winning a ring, by winning an MVP. And I think he hears all of this. I think he feels that pain of being so close. And that's what keeps you going. When, once you get those chips and once you start getting all those accolades and stuff, it might be a little easier to take a step back and relax. They're not at that space right now. They have all the talents. They've got the coach. They've got the quarterback. I think it's their year. We have been waiting for this day for the start of NFL season. The Bills have been waiting for this day. Dave Hellman, can the Bills go all the way? Is this the year they win the Super Bowl, baby? They can. Will they? I don't know, man. No, like, I I'm not as confident as y'all are, honestly. Oh. No. 
Wow. What was the Super Bowl matchup last year, guys? Bengals, Rams. It was a four seed versus a four seed. Like, we don't know what the hell's going to happen when these games start going on. No, I mean, like, I'm, I'll take the field. And, oh, by the way, Josh Allen, I think the world of him. He looks so cool with that visor <laughs> on his helmet. <laughs> is Patrick Mahomes still in the AFC? You're around. Okay, okay. Just making sure. You're around. Sure. You're around. Just make, I, I'm not... I'm, I'm reluctant to just be like, yeah, Bill's party, baby. Let's go. Like, this, this is a hard league to win, man. I don't feel as confident as y'all. Shady, you got paid a lot of money by the Bills. You had a lot of rushing yards for the Bills. Is this the year the Bills get it done? Circle the wagon, baby. Bills all the way. And this is the reason why. I think because it's built up, right? They've been getting so close every year. Did you do that year. intentionally? Like, it's built up like Bill? <laughs> you up? see that? My dog. <laughs> <laughs> Loving this TV thing. <laughs> When I, when I look at the Bills, Sean McDermott did a great job of putting that team together. When I was there, we, we weren't that good, right? He cleaned out the whole team. Not only is the team, the janitors, the cooks. He did everything. He built a culture of winning. And it, it doesn't come from just the players. It comes from everything, from the top down. So then you go out there and get a, a, a quarterback in Josh Allen who's electrifying, who's a star. Listen, I played in Buffalo, right? When I first got there, it, it was awkward because people were ringing my doorbell and leaving, like, snacks and food and everything. They love the football team. They love it. Wait, why is that awkward? I mean, if somebody was ringing my doorbell, that sounds pretty cool. I don't like neighbors. I don't even want to know my neighbor's yeah. name. No, don't come over here for nothing. I have so no sugar. I, just, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, whoa, but it was fans. But my thing is, they support their team. Tonight, they play the Rams, right? There's going to be so many Buffalo fans. And the reason why, not because they only love their team, they know it's time. Super Bowl time, baby. Why do you think then, Dave, because Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, we all believe the Bills are getting there, but you apparently believe they are overhyped. Mm. Okay, overhyped, overhyped is a little strong. I did, but, like, look, I, I got the stat right here. This is only the third time in, in modern memory that the Super Bowl champions are underdogs to start the season. Like, that is how highly we think of the Buffalo Bills. They're road favorites? That's right. Against a team that won the Super Bowl and is returning and ran it back. <laughs> By the way, you know I, I I got this in my ear right before the show started. You know what the record of the defending champs is on Thursday night? The league started playing Thursday night, twenty some years ago, what eighteen years ago. Seventeen and one. <laughs> the defending champs are seventeen and one in these games. Banner night is a big deal. You don't win on banner night. I was at banner night last year. Mm. Dak Prescott led the Cowboys downfield, took the lead with a minute to play. Tom Brady. Joy, you know about Tom Pretty Brady. Good. He Pretty won good. that game. The defending champs are the defending champs for a reason. And again, we're not talking about a team that had a quarterback retire. You know, the, the Broncos were underdogs after their most recent Super Bowl because they lost Peyton Manning. Yep, yep, yep. Everybody on this Rams team is back. It's not that I don't like the, the Bills are not overhyped. But again, this is a tough league to win. I'm not handing you the trophy on day then one. Let me go here. Outside of injury, I don't think there's anything that can stop the Bills. I'll be real. They have an incredible head coach in Sean McDermott, who Shady has already talked to us about, and he has built a culture over the course of time. He's built up a very strong defense, stout defense, incredible secondary, led by the safeties, Andrew Davius White coming off of his injury. A great, solid defensive line, enough to get the job done. Offensively, we know what they got. Stephon Diggs on one side, Gabriel Davis on another side, just paid Docs and Knox their tight end, $53 million, $31 million guaranteed. You still have a great, powerful offense, and you have the bad man at quarterback, Josh Allen, outside of Lamar Jackson. I think he is the most talented all-around quarterback. For sure. He can run. He can throw. He can hurdle people. He's 6'5", 245. Outside of injury, I don't think anything's stopping the Bills. And I'm not saying this is a hot take. I'm saying this is a common sense take. Joy, do you think anything can stop the Bills outside of injury? If so, what could it be? The, the rest of the AFC. 
Mm. Thank you, Joy. Which is That's a good one. Quite Thank strong. you, Joy. Yeah. Now, I think that this is the Bills' <laughs> year, but the AFC is the stronger conference. Of course. We can all admit that. Mm -hmm. uh, also, we're not getting to our picks tonight, but I'm, I'm not talking specifically about tonight. This is a little <laughs> teaser. That's not how I think this is going to go tonight. But when you're talking about what can stop the Bills, obviously injury is always something that can hamper mm -hmm. anyone who is going on a Super Bowl run. But yes, to Dave's point, it's the rest of the AFC. You have Patrick Mahomes, the rest of that division. You have some real dogs in the AFC. Let's not ignore the Bengals, who were just in the Super Bowl. There's a lot of great yes. players. There's a lot of great talent. There's a lot of great coaches. So it's going to be on the Bills to be able to take that next step. Injury aside, that's going to hurt anybody. There are real teams with real Super Bowl contenders in the AFC this year. When you were in the locker room, Shady, let me take you back for a second. Hopefully you have no PTSD, 10,000 rushing yards with the Eagles. Fringe Hall of Famer, emphasis on the word fringe, but also <laughs> emphasis on the word Hall of Famer. Uh, my dog a beast. Let me take you back for a moment. Every now and then when you look at the schedule, you look at the schedule, you go through it, and you're like, yo, we got to play them. Like, I, I'm not too excited about this game because I know we have to bring it against them. What do you think oh, opponents... Oh, Ravens. Ooh, right? Sorry, sorry about that. I will go back to what do you think opponents are feeling when they know they got to play Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills? Are the Bills instantly striking fear, at least in opponents' minds? I, I think so. I think teams will fear the, 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 um, the Bills, right? You look at their team, they're, they're solid everywhere. Look at defense. They're solid on defense. Then they pick up Bob Miller. Like, they weren't good enough, right? They go get a pass rusher. About that. Then you look at the quarterback. He's, he's everybody's favorite yeah, he's you know, quarterback, right? Everything. So... I look at the team, man. I, I truly believe that they have everything they need. And then the, the biggest thing is, right, last year, the favorite was the Rams. Mm -hmm. The year before that, the favorite was the Bucs. Mm -hmm. This year, the favorite is the Bills. Come on, man. Sometimes it's easy. Come on. Who Sometimes you, they, who you with? Sometimes who they are you riding with? Right underneath your nose like your notes. I'm just saying... Well, I said it at the top of the show. I'll say it again. Patrick Mahomes is still in that conference. People, like, people are down on the Chiefs, which I don't want to give away my picks either, but like... The Bills have to see them. And, and I bet they you. They got to see the Bills. I bet that hey, part. Yeah, you said part. You said the that wrong part. way. That, that part. They, they got to the see the Bills. Part. The team has knocked them out the last two postseasons. Man, listen. They got to see the if Bills. If you count that dub, okay, because they won. But come on. After, they, after what, Josh 13, Allen came The last 13, 13 seconds, seconds of the game don't count? I mean, Is listen, that, listen. It's, okay. it's in a football, 59 if, minute, 47 second game? Nine times out of 10, if you play that same scenario, what happens? They lose that game. What happens? They lose that game. But they they lose that game. They didn't, they didn't though. They they did, didn't. Okay, hey, look. I bet Playoff you look, football, anything happens. I'll give the Bills this credit. Like, I bet the Bills want to see the Chiefs. They probably want to slay that oh, dragon. Yeah. The Chiefs don't want to see the Bills. The Chiefs don't want to see the Bills. They don't want to okay. see the Bills. And, 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 and Tyreek Hill, listen, Patrick Mahomes is a dog. He's a beast. There shouldn't be a butt. There's a butt but coming. But Tyreek Hill, I'm telling you, when I was over there playing with the Chiefs, he's a different type of player. It makes it easier. Now we all back all the way up. We got to know where he's at. He scored, like, quick. Let me, Six short pass let's, to the crib. Let's focus for a moment on this game tonight because okay. it's Bills and it's Rams, but truly, it's Matthew Stafford and it's Josh Allen. All right, let's cut to the chase. Quarterbacks are driving factors outside of the coaches. Matthew Stafford, Joy Taylor, finally won a playoff game. He was 0-3 last year going to the playoffs. Not only won playoff games, he won the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, he's still looking to get to an AFC championship game. Sure. Who has more at stake tonight? Tonight, I think it's Josh Allen. They, they're the ones that need to start the season off. They're the ones that still have something to prove. I think that the Rams will win tonight, not just because of the handy-dandy stat that they <laughs> provided, but I'd have guessed that. It is. This is ring night. It's at home. They're the champions. 
They brought everybody back and added some. Let's yeah. forget they got Allen Robinson. Bobby he's going to have an unbelievable yeah, season. Ball. Bobby ball. Wagner. So this is not just a great team that's, that's returning a lot of players. They're returning almost everyone and added to it. And the Bills are the ones who are coming in with something to prove this year. So I, I think all of the pressure is on the Bills and their favorite. Question. So we're all we're all projecting they're going to win the Super Bowl. Josh Allen's going to win the MVP. They're favorite tonight. It feels like a recipe for the Rams to get the dub, and I think that they will. But the pressure is on the Bills. Last four Super Bowl champions have won the home opener. The last four Super Bowl champions have won their home opener. Dave Hellman. Tonight, a lot is at stake, not just to go 1-0 or 0-1, but also to get yourself on the right track. More at stake tonight. Is it Josh Allen? Is it Matthew Stafford? It's Josh Allen. It's, I mean, it's the Bills and it's Josh Allen. Like, and look, like, Bills Mafia, don't come for me. Like, I hope, you, mafia, baby. hope you have a great season. <laughs> I really do. But, like, honestly, the other side of that is it needs to be this year. Josh Allen. Great point. He signed that deal relatively recently. He's about to get expensive. His yeah. cap hit's going to balloon up to the 40s, $50 million soon. That, like, this team won't be able to be back next year. Like, they will have to make some concessions. Some guys will have to go. They'll have to cut costs. It needs to be this year if they want to get it done. It yeah, really does. We talk a lot about Super Bowl windows mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. you know, this business. But it is a real thing. And to his point, once the quarterback reaches a certain level of expense, I don't have the stat in front of me. It's around 12.4% of the salary cap. If you're above that, you don't make it to the Super yeah. Bowl the past uh, yeah. 11, 12 years. So there is, a, there is a math game that you're playing here with the quarterback, and we know Josh Allen is going to get expensive. But you also have, if everyone is healthy, you have the yep. stars. You have the momentum. Hype, I think, is just something that we create. In the building, you know what the urgency is when you have everything set up to go on a Super Bowl run. What's so interesting and so fascinating, and these two have laid it out brilliantly, I'm not yet aware, Bills fans, that you even realize whether you want to get it done this year or not, you need to get it done this year. Josh Allen's salary cap number from 8% of the salary cap to 18% of the salary cap next year. Joy hit the nail on the head. If quarterbacks take up more than roughly 10% of the salary cap, a.k.a. in layman's terms, if they eaten too much of the pie, <laughs> not enough money to go around to win a Super Bowl. Coming up, Trey Lance. He's a 49er starter, but there's a lot of noise in San Francisco about the head coach. Kyle Shanahan, is he helping his young rookie or is he hurting them? Well, based off something that broke yesterday, I'm going to say that he's hurting. That's next. Speak. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Speak. Now, Jameis Winston, we already know he's the starting quarterback for the Saints. And they play in the Falcons Sunday on Fox. But... Before we get to Sunday's game, we got to talk about Jameis explaining the human anatomy. Go ahead, Jameis. Speak up. Our body is so symmetrical, right? You got you got your wrists, you know, and then what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips, you know what I'm saying? You got your elbows. What are your elbows? Knees. Your knees, right? Like, so, well, it's symmetrical and you just got to work different parts. Oh, yo, my favorite part. 
is how we turned it into a call and response. Shady, what's your reaction, bro? You learned something? Yeah, I mean, it's, this is that's James for you, right? You see the one he did the W's? We're going to get a win. We're going to win. Like, that's what he does. I do. I, I love you, love I'm just singing the song. I'm not a lot kid over here. Oh, speaking of having a lot going on, how about the San Francisco 49ers, y'all? Things are getting real spicy if you can read between the lines. Trey Lance named the 49ers starting quarterback, but what he wasn't was named one of their six team captains. Head coach Kyle Shanahan explained the move, saying, quote, I just didn't want to put seven on there. Debo Samuel was eight. We just wanted to go with six. They don't allow eight to the coin toss, I don't believe. Close quote. In case y'all aren't confused, I am. Um, so, Trey Lance not named team captain right. because they didn't want to go with eight. But Trey Lance would have made seven. The rest don't allow eight at the coin toss, so he just went with six. I can't make it make sense. Yeah. But, Joy, what I know is this much. Trey Lance not being named a captain, it is a huge issue to me because as someone who spent far too many years in locker rooms with different captains at different levels, you know you have to follow your captain. What do you make and do you have an issue with Trey Lance not being named captain? Yeah, I have an issue with him not being named captain. I think that there is this constant delay with the Niners to turn the team over to Trey Lance. And it started from the moment that they took him. Because when they made the draft pick, everyone was like, oh, my God, they're done with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's going to be gone. They're going to move on to Trey Lance. They're into the new era. All the reasons why you would move on from Jimmy Garoppolo are debatable. Some people like him more than others. We can go on forever about it. But they made the decision to trade up to get Trey Lance, and we know what, we, what they gave up to get him. And ever since then, it's been the slow drip to letting him be the starter. Is he going to be the starter or not? Now he's not the captain. You still have Jimmy Garoppolo on the team. I don't understand this, like, game that Shanahan and the Niners are playing. And they used to really be an organization that was very buttoned up. We never got leaks from them. It was never chaotic. There were not really a lot of questions about how they were running things. And now I just feel like it's this shy game that they're playing with Trey Lance, which, which would make me think that he's not ready to play. But then you keep saying he's ready to play, so I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. I'm about as confused as I am as realizing, Dave, just a second ago, you're left-handed. I, I am no left-handed. Well, yeah. way, to, no, way to pay attention to the details. No <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if that's worth breaking into the show. <laughs> well, a little bit. I mean, I've known you for six years, and I just now found out you're left-handed. That matters. Fair. Fair. Anyway, does it matter that Trey Lance wasn't named a team captain by Kyle Shanahan? At it the time? would bother me if Trey Lance was a captain of this team. Like, I think y'all are being silly, man. That's that's what I keep going back. No, he says silly. <laughs> Trey Lance. Trey Lance has never been an NFL starter, and like as you love to point out, he didn't have that. That long of a college career either yeah I, i'm not being patronizing he's a kid and he's on one of the most badass and experienced teams in the nfl like the niners who were coming off an nfc title game run who made it to the super bowl a couple years ago who have been in the playoffs on a regular basis for most of the last decade do you know do you know who the captains are because i do let me hear captains are here let me hear let me hear captains. george kittle Woo, bang maybe the best tight end in the league mm -hmm. uh trent williams Probably the best left tackle in the yep, league. Yep. Dog. Uh, Jimmy Ward, who's been there for nine years. He's been there for nine Solid. years. Nick Bosa, one of the best pass big, rushers big in the dog. league. Eric Armstead, who, not a, not a pro bowler, but a veteran Solid. and a good yeah. player on that Solid. team. Who's he replacing? I would be bummed out if Kyle Shanahan forced him into that group of, oh, and I forgot Fred Warner, by the way. Sorry, Fred Warner. One He's, of the best linebackers favorite, yeah. in the yeah, league. That's my favorite. Uh, Everyone on that list is incredibly deserving. We've been talking all week 
The Niners don't need this badass quarterback to get them over the hump. They just mm. need Trey Lance to not get in the way. Mm. I don't need Trey Lance on that list, I, and, I, and I think he probably needs to earn his way there. I do not have a problem Where with Where you at, Tupac? We finally agree. Wow. It's weird. It's been a while. That's the least likely of the ones. I, like. <laughs> I think, um, I think, first of all, like, it helps him out because what has he done yet? He hasn't proven himself. So I'll tell myself, if I'm in the locker room, just because your position doesn't make you a, a captain, right, because he's the quarterback, you have to go out there and play. Earn the respect of the players in the locker room. Earn the respect of your coaches, the, the, the fans, the city. Like, come on. These people that are captains, the players, they've earned that right. So I just don't believe that just because you're their quarterback, right, we got to make you a captain because the players, they don't believe in that, and I don't believe in that so, either. So I, I love where you're coming from, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. You played a long time in football. Let me give you a small pushback. I hate Trey Lance not being a captain. I think it's going to cost the San Francisco 49ers. I look at it like this. Um, if you read books about being children, I'm the youngest on the set, so I can speak to being a child. <laughs> I act childish at times. If you read books about children, you know this much. You want to empower children. If you are ordering at a restaurant with children and your child is capable, you want them to order to the waitress or waiter so that they learn how to enhance their ability to communicate and enhance their growth more rapidly and exponentially. That's just what scientists say. It's real simple. Give them more power because now you have to enhance the learning process. For me, I want to do the same thing with my quarterback. I want to give Trey Lance as much power and autonomy as possible because I want to enhance his ability to grow. If you don't make Trey Lance a captain, you are setting him up for failure. Look at what the Miami Dolphins did with Tua Tungavailoa for the last two years, not being named a team captain. And look at that. Now we're trying to replace Tua. You don't name him a captain. You keep Jimmy G behind him. Do not tell me that you're helping me if you are showing me that you're not. What do coaches always say? Your actions speak so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. While... Kyle Shanahan is saying, to Joy's point, yeah, he's our guy. Trey Lance is our guy. Trey Lance is our guy. His actions are telling us he's not the guy. That's my problem. Wait, I'm sorry. You said a lot. Wait, was that science you talked about? <laughs> what was he saying? He said, I look at Joy like, what? Science? Listen, I wasn't good at science, right, obviously, but we're talking about football here, right? Coach is not. He's saying our guy, but he's our quarterback. This is our quarterback. He's not. What team have you ever played on where the quarterback wasn't the captain? I'll wait, and I'll Josh be waiting Allen. all day. Josh Allen. You're talking about rookie Josh Allen? Yeah. What do you, you mean? Josh Allen. He's Trey Lance a rookie. And don't tell me he's a I mean, rookie by play. Basically he's a rookie. rookie. This, is, this is really rookie year. Yes. Basically is the Yo. operative word. Oh, listen, man. Li listen, listen. You got to go earn that right, man. I, like, as a player, if I'm your teammate, right, and I guess you're the quarterback and I'm a linebacker, and they name you the, the, the captain because you're a quarterback, I'm like, hold up. Shady, were you I, a captain I, in I, Philly? Were you a captain in Philly? No. I never was captain in Philadelphia, right? What you say? <laughs> Yo, my first time being a captain. I got real was, quiet. <laughs> my first time being a captain was I was in Buffalo, right? Even though I, I earned it, but I should have, I mean, you know, so I probably was doing all the right things off the field and like training and all that, but I was just balling. You do you get what I'm saying? I feel to you. be a captain, the captain we had was probably like, I don't know, like J Jason Peters. Yep, beast. Um, Jason Graham. Brandon Graham, Jason Avant. And our quarterbacks. And our quarterbacks. Oh, Vic was a captain. Nick Foles I mean, was Vic a captain. Was, Vic was older. But Nick he, Foles he, was a captain even before he earned it. I don't think so. I don't think Nick Foles was a captain. Can we check? We have Can we check? We'll get back to that. On Can we check? Um, Dave, we'll get back to that here in a second. Because the next question I really have is, do you think that Kyle Shanahan is hurting Jimmy, uh, hurting Trey Lance? He's kept Jimmy G there. He hasn't named Trey Lance a captain. Is Kyle Shanahan hurting or helping him? I'll meet you halfway, and that's a nice way of not answering the question. <laughs> I'll meet you halfway. It's, I, I'm not sure if he's helping him. 
But I also don't think he's hurting him. Again, like everything that Kyle Shanahan has said. If you're not helping, you're hurting. You're either getting better or you're yeah, getting yeah, worse. I don't think every that's true. every every action has an equal and opposite. I just I thought you didn't know science, bro. You just said to Shady. I didn't that say y'all I didn't, didn't know science. science. No, no, no. Said Shady said you didn't know science. I, I, I didn't know, know that science he was talking about. Emmanuel, I'm a doctor, okay? You're right. Just don't forget that. Relax. I I know science. I'm still call 911. I can't. <laughs> uh, no, I just, no, no. I don't agree with that. It, nothing. Everything has a consequence. Sure. This coffee has a consequence. Everything has a consequence. Everything you do. So it, it's not just nothing. It's not just neutral. And this is something that matters. Cap, captains on teams matter. When mm -hmm. Tua wasn't named the captain, I thought it was an important All thing. All right. Actually, you, you helped me reach this point live on the air then. Then I appreciate it. Like, he's helping him by being honest. Like, that's what I was going to say is Kyle Shanahan's been refreshingly honest about this whole thing. Oh, I think it's the exact opposite. I Why? think I think this is a this is this is a nonsense pie. I don't know what this is. I, like <laughs> every week, it's something different with the Niners and what's going on with Trey Lance. It has not been clear. It has not been direct at all. I don't know what it is. Is he good? Is he ready to play? Is it his team? I think if this was any other team, Jimmy Garoppolo would have been out of there immediately. They would have found a way to get him out. I guess my point is they keep Jimmy, and he says. Yeah, well, you know, it worked out for everybody. And then they talk about Trey, like, today, like not being voted a captain. He's like, you know, I just need, I need guys to be with him even when he struggles. But like, even embracing the guys. possibility that he could struggle is more than you get from a head coach in front of a microphone most of the time. We see young guys be captains, though. Trevor sure. Lawrence is a captain. Absolutely. Zach Wilson is a captain. Mac Justin Jones. Fields is a captain. Mac Jones talk is a captain. Y'all just it, named it, a bunch of quarterbacks that went on to garbage rosters and not garbage. And, 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 and play. Get in on this. Get in on this. No, I mean, them guys, them guys you're talking about, they all played. They all played. They were an active I roster. agree, which is why I but, always but, say but, you should play young quarterbacks so you can find out what they are. I wouldn't do that, but that's another topic. But real quick. We all love Andy Reid. We respect Andy Reid. No right? doubt about it. We all do, yeah. right? I'm sure America does. He doesn't pick captains, right? If you watch the twin calls, it'll be different guys every every mm -hmm. week. He has a thing called the 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 um, veteran committee, right? The guys that the, the real leaders of the team, they come in there every week. Hey, coach, this is going on good. It's going on bad. Let's change this. Let's change that. But he doesn't do the captains. So y'all making this big thing about if he's a captain or not? It's like. You got to earn the respect and the respected players that he did have, not just captains, but their leaders, to talk on the team. But it's a little bit different, I would say, Shady, because in Kansas City, you know who your leaders are. So I don't have to tell you. I don't have to give you a title. Who are the, the leaders? You going to say Mahomes? I'm going to say Travis Kelsey. I'm going to say Chris Jones. I'm going to say Mahomes. Prior to this year, I'm going to say Ty Matthew. Because they're, the they're the best players, right? Sure. They're the best players, but and they're that, also the most vocal. But the best are the most vocal. The best players are always not the, the best leaders. You know that. But if you're not the best, here's what I need. Here's what I need, and here's what's going to come to it. I need the Niners to fake it. My, my, my guy, my, my, my guy, can't fake it. Oh, I need them to why? fake it. Why? Fake it till you make it, because when you make it, you ain't got to fake it no more. Oh, right now, you're faking it. We already know Trey Lance is probably not going to be better than Jimmy G for the first half of the season. Shanahan How said we that. know that? Because Shanahan said it. Shanahan said in his quotes, and former All-Pro left tackle for the 49ers, Joe Staley, said the same thing. Well, you know, he's going to go through a lot of growing pains. Well, you got to give him time to go through growing pains. He's going to have to grow. Growing pains. Shanahan is already giving a mattress for Trey Lance to fall on. He should struggle. He's a second-year player and, figuratively speaking, a rookie. But that's my issue with this whole situation is the idea of how all of this is going. Yes, he should struggle. He would have struggled last year if he played. 
but you have to play him. You have to give him the runway. Eventually, you got to eat those bruises. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to walk into those punches with Trey Lance. You took him. You traded three draft picks to get him in the first round. He's the future of your organization. It's all this little shy stuff that's going on with the Niners that is confusing to me. And again, we're talking about a human being. This is a 22-year-old young man. That is a lot. I don't. The biggest thing that you said is this. I'm a Capricorn. I need consistency. I don't like wishy-washy <laughs> stuff. I have no time for sometimey people. I, it, 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 it infuriates my constitution. I can't deal with people that say one thing and do another. Mm -hmm. I don't have no time for it at any point in my life. You're talking about a 22-year-old man. I don't care if you're saying whatever to him in private. Oh, it's your team. We got your back. We're going to do everything to support you. Everything you're doing publicly yeah. is the opposite of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So what are we supposed to think? What are what are Niners fans supposed to think? And most importantly, what is Trey Lance supposed to think? So I mean, like, it can't I be don't his team. Follow that Wait, up. it can't be his team. <laughs> no, because like, I think that was pretty good. But I'm gonna say, like, <laughs> it can still, no, because it can still be your team, but without being a captain, like, y'all making this, this captain it's, thing it's way just, bigger. It's than more like, than just the captain thing, though. This is just another charity. They gave him, they gave him the team, gave him the team, gave him the car, gave him everything he I, needs. Here, here's, here's what I believe, and I'll put a pin in it. We'll get back to it later on in the show. I believe this: if your quarterback is a captain, if your quarterback is a captain, I can't guarantee you will win. I can't guarantee you will go far. But if your quarterback is not a caption, captain, I can pretty much guarantee you ain't gonna go all that far because the team does not necessarily know who they are following as the leader. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I cannot wait. We are hours away from the NFL season kicking off. But what you may not have realized, there are tons, and I mean tons, of revenge games this season. Players playing their former teams. Coaches playing their former players. It's on and it is popping. And I got to let y'all in on some of the biggest revenge games you may have forgotten about. Starting it off, Russell Wilson. Headed back to Seattle after spending 10 seasons with this man, Pete Carroll. 158 starts these two oh. had together. Wilson versus the Seahawks. Shady, what's your expectation for this game, big dog? I think that the, the uh, Broncos going to blow them out. Yeah, I truly believe that. It's, this game is a statement game, right? For all you, all you GMs and coaches out there that don't want to listen to your, your star quarterback, Ooh. give him the players he needs, right? Ask him different decisions to make in the front office. This is where Russell's mad. So when he come in there and put up four touchdowns, that's what he's going to do. Joy, talk to me. Yeah, see how it's getting smoked. Yeah, I mean, that part's not in doubt, I thought. Like, I thought that was obvious. I just, I think it's cool. I, I love that they're playing in Seattle, so Russ has to go back to to where he won all those games. I mean, it, it'll be a cool moment. But, yeah, like, it's, I don't think it's going to be a good game. Also, Seattle <laughs> is, uh, how do I put this gently? They're, they're working for next year. True. Yeah. Let me ask you this. As a, as a fan, let me talk to Joy. Let me talk to Dave. Would you cheer on Russell Wilson or would you boo Russell Wilson? Oh, no, you got to cheer Russell Wilson. If you don't cheer Russell Wilson, you're a bad fan. Yeah, Straight up. Terrible. Bad, or bad guy. Bad, bad, boo. bad guy. Don't, bad guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. Tons of bad guys. You don't boo, Remember, you don't boo the guy that brought you a, a trophy. They booed Andrew Luck, and he was nothing but great to the Colts. We got to move on to really the talk of the offseason. Baker Mayfield, he is playing Ooh. the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield, he's now the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. The Cleveland Browns. They have lost 
17 consecutive week one games. Baker Mayfield responsible for three of their losses. Could he be responsible for the Browns' fourth consecutive loss, but on the other side of the field with the Carolina Panthers? So much hype around that game, a lot of trash talk. Shady, I'm coming to you once again. Expectations for that one? Um, I, I think for, for the Browns, it's another game. They're trying to win, right? Hold off until Deshaun Watson's ready. But to Baker Mayfield and his head, it's a rivalry yep. game. Uh, and yeah. he takes the win. I think Baker gets revenge yeah. against the Browns, and that's going to be the highlight of his season. <laughs> uh, I don't have a lot of expectations for the Panthers this year. Maybe he brings an extra win to the Panthers this year, and this is going to be the biggest moment. I don't know Baker Mayfield. I don't know all the ins and outs of that. It, it seems like a lot of people in Cleveland were Team Odell. So, like, I'm not saying he's innocent in that whole thing, but, like, the Browns did him dirty, man. Like, I'm, I'm oh, rooting oh, for him. I agree. I'm rooting okay. for I him. Agree. Oh, yeah, they did. Come here. Come here. Oh, don't come don't here. hug. Don't they, hug. They, they, okay. threw come the, here. they threw the guy who won them their first playoff game in, like, three generations. They just threw him out. They just oh, threw him out. I agree wholeheartedly. Go Baker. Well, let's stay in that AFC North, if we will. Joe Flacco, remember, it was 10 years ago this season that Joe Flacco helped give the Baltimore Ravens a trophy. But Joe Flacco was replaced by this man, Lamar Jackson. Then Joe Flacco, after flying across the NFL, landed in New York with the Jets, taking on his former team now, the Baltimore Ravens, for the first time since he left the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, he was a Super Bowl MVP of that game. There's a lot of excitement there. Anybody? Excitement? I like what you did with the fly. Yeah, I didn't that was nice. I think, but, I mean, like, revenge? Like, yeah. They got like, beef? Is there, is there beef? There's beef with the beef here? I, try, I, I sold it. If anything, I sold it. Raven, yeah, it, Ravens fans. Ravens by a million. I tried. Where, where I are, are your Flacco jerseys, Honestly, though? I think I care more than Joe Flacco cares about this game. <laughs> okay, keeping it moving, because Sunday on Fox, remember, Packers, Vikings. Here's this what's so a, fascinating this about game. this game. This bad man, 26 sacks over two seasons, his first two seasons. But remember, his third season, my dog had a back injury. The Packers didn't even care for him, so he said he got a second opinion. Packers said, get up out of here. So what did he say? Yo, that year three, talking about last year, I was treated bad. That's why I'm here now, here talking about Minnesota, mm. so I can play them twice a year. Zadarius Smith, he intentionally went to Minnesota to play the Green Bay Packers twice a year. They opened up against each other. We got to talk about this revenge game. 2-5-2 two, two live. Talk to me. How you feeling? This is the best one. So he went to Minnesota to get a revenge game. Talk about it. So I think he has a big game, two sacks, and calling mm. out, and they get the W. Mm. I think it's going to be spicier the second time around. Spicy? Yeah. Yeah, it's Minnesota. It's so nice there. <laughs> I hear, although, I mean, it was, it was, Rodgers broke his, like, clavicle in Minnesota, what, 2017, Anthony Barr heard it. Like, this is an underrated rivalry, in all honesty. Like, people, people play up the Bears. Vikings-Packers is where it's at. I'm excited Ooh, for this. Oh, I love this matchup, though. It's just very, very spicy. But my favorite revenge matchup, my favorite revenge matchup, we got to talk about the Jaguars and the Commanders. Now, here's why this one is layered. It's layered. I'm going to break down the layers for y'all. Doug Peterson was the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles when Carson Wentz was a quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles when the Philadelphia Eagles won their very first Super Bowl. But Doug Peterson replaced Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Carson Wentz said, you know what? I'm gone. But Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, said, <laughs> sorry, Doug Peterson, you too are gone. Fast forward, here's the layers of it all. Carson Wentz was in Indy, but then lost to the Jags the last game of the season. And so Indy said, hey, Carson, 
You can't gotta go home, but you gotta get up out of here. Now Carson plays Doug Peterson, and I cannot wait to watch Shady talk whoa, to me whoa, about whoa. Listen, whoa. I stay on one side. I don't condone a no birds on birds violence, no <laughs> nothing of that. So ask these two, I'm out of it. Joy? I mean, I'm I'm team Doug Peterson. We've seen what Carson Wentz is. That's why he's on the commanders to begin with. You know how I feel about Carson Wentz. I've been team Zach reverse Carson the entire time. I've been 100% right about it. And I don't know that the Doug Peterson versus the Eagles thing has completely played out yet. That's either, real. All right? That's so, real. Yeah, he got a chip. The Eagles got to get a chip without him. Is there so a... there's some time for that to play out as well. I just can't think of a better example of like life comes at you fast. Like I thought these guys <laughs> <laughs> they'd be in Philly for 20 years. Yeah. Now it's Jags and Commanders. I'm really excited to see what he does in Jacksonville this year. For the record, Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, he wrote the foreword to Doug Peterson, his coach's book. Within a year, Doug Peterson was fired. Yeesh. It's cutthroat in the NFL. Yeah. I'm going back to the big board because I got to talk to you all about maybe the most intriguing oh, one. Look at my boy. Y'all might not get this one, so I'm going to break this down for you. He's one of my favorites. Deuce Staley was a Eagles running back for seven years and a coach for 10 years. He spent 17 years with the Philadelphia Eagles. But then the Philadelphia Eagles moved on from Andy Reid, and they thought maybe Deuce was going to get the job. Nope. Going to go to Chip Kelly. Okay, they moved on from Chip Kelly. Maybe Deuce was going to get the job. Nope. It's going to go to Doug Peterson. Okay, they moved on from Doug Peterson. Maybe Deuce is going to get the job. Nope. Nick Sirianni. So Deuce finally said, hey, I'm moving on from y'all. I'm going to the Detroit Lions. Detroit Eagles. For the first time in 17 years, the Lions opening game, standing room only. They care about this revenge game. Shady, you played for Deuce. You became the Eagles' <laughs> all-time leading rusher under Deuce Staley. How much revenge is going into this game? I only want to hear from you. Wait, who put that together? Two Eagles back-to-back, Doug Peterson, Carson. I think I love Deuce. Deuce is probably my, one of my favorite coaches. Um, I'll say this, for two wins, right? I think the Eagles win the game, but I think Swift will have about 100 yards on the Young ground, 100 yards in the air, so it's a, it's a flush washout. How upset is Deuce going to be going into this game, the Lions running back coach, going against the team that he played for and coached for? How upset? Oh, he's going to be pissed, right? He's going to get the boys hyped up. DeAndre Swift, he's going to tell them all week, we're going to get these mothers. We're going to get these mothers today. And if you know Deuce Staley, he talks a little bit and he cusses a lot. So <laughs> it's going to be a crazy game for Deuce Staley. I love it. A crazy game for Deuce Staley. And speaking of running backs and a running back coach, we got to run on to talking about Ezekiel Elliott because I believe that his days for the Dallas Cowboys are coming to an end. I'm going to tell you why when we return. Yo, I could be a running back coach. Yo, we all live two lives, so it's time to check in on our social life. The Rock, he was visiting Aaron Donald out there at SoFi and whatnot at the practice facility. They was getting it in. They was getting it in. I don't know if they were having like a world's strongest man competition. The but the Rams tweeted, only one way to describe Aaron Donald plus The Rock's workout. Legendary mm. and entirely too much pre workout. Yikes. Speaking of working out, um, Dave, oh. you and Shady worked out today at 8 a.m. I got the FaceTime call. Dave, take me through that. How was it? I, sh let me, first of all, Shady, thank you so much for the invite. But I'm like, are you sure, man? Like, you're LaShawn McCoy. Like, you played in the NFL for 12 years, and I work on a laptop all day. <laughs> like, no, 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 man. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. 
Ask, ask me if I wasn't trying to hold on to my breakfast at like 8.30 this morning. <laughs> he did great. He did great. He looked good. Yeah, look fast. Tomorrow, same time. Look, he was an athlete. He was an asshole. Oh, ass. yeah. First, time, yeah. first time anybody's ever said that about me. Yeah, I'll do it again. The first workout won't be the last workout. Speaking of running backs working out, we got to find out if Zeke's going to work out in Dallas because the Dallas backfield is starting to get a little more crowded, at least verbally. Head coach Mike McCarthy says he can see Zeke and Tony Pollard as number one runners, adding, quote, they're definitely a tandem, and that's obviously a focal point for us. Let me break this down for y'all, man. Um, if you are a star running back in this league, if you are a star player in this league, there should never be words uttered that you are in a tandem. Beyonce went solo. <laughs> she is a star. Michael Jackson abandoned the Jackson 5. He is a star. True. If you are a star and got the star on your helmet, do not tell me about everybody else around you. Though you can have success with others, don't tell me about everybody else around you because you are a star. So, Zeke, knowing that you are a first-round pick, a top-five pick, a star, wearing a star, it is not good news if the head coach is saying, we got a running back by committee. We got a tandem. I think that that is terrible for a guy making 90 plus million dollars to be sharing carries with a guy making less than $9 million. Truth be told, I believe he's making less than four on a rookie contract. Joy, how much trouble do you think is Zeke in after hearing those comments? I, I think Zeke's been in trouble. So, yes, he's in a lot of trouble. If you look at the rushing yards per game, mm. per season, do it has to? gone down. Do we, we do to? because this is the conversation around Ezekiel Elliott. It's gone down every single year from his rookie year. Now, you can debate what in totality is to blame for this. The offensive line isn't the same as it was his rookie season. Maybe they were Ooh. giving him too Ooh. much, and now he's wearing down Ooh. a little bit. Yep. But when you're talking about running Ooh. backs – if you are having to split time, then you're in a different phase in your career. Ooh. Like, we have seen a, a, a progression of him getting worse every single year, and we keep arguing that it's going to come back. Like, that's, that's not a position where that happens. So it's not that he's not a good player. It's not that we're comparing Tony Pollard to the Zeke of 2016. Right. We're comparing Zeke to the Zeke of 2022, and right. that's why it's a problem. Now, all that being said... We know Mike McCarthy ain't really the guy in Dallas. Oh, Joy, I was waiting for you to say the, the thing that was going to make me happy. It's Jerry Jones who said, say I was going to say it, you say gotta it. got to be our feature, which philosophically is what's wrong with the Dallas Cowboys. But I can, I, can I can expand on that if you want me to. <laughs> Please do. Two weeks Please. ago, two weeks ago, Jerry Jones calls the shots, general manager of the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> <laughs> we go as Zeke goes. Yeah, I know it's a lot on Dak's shoulders, but we go as Zeke goes. He's very capable of being everything we've ever wanted him to be. Honestly, look, I, I just got to L.A. This is my first time doing big boy TV. I've been in Dallas for the last three years, and I've heard this every offseason. <laughs> we do the and you know what? I wish they would. I wish they would give Tony Pollard the ball more because he's great. He's amazing. It would be better for the Cowboys if they found a way to get him more involved. They haven't proven they're that creative. 
They have not proven they know how to use two good running backs, and they are enamored with Ezekiel Elliott. Say, you're going more anywhere. qualified than anybody on television to have this conversation. One of the No, you are the best running back of the decade, voted on the all-decade team. You and Adrian Peterson, let me give you the respect that you deserve. You've had incredible highs. Look, get it right. You have some highs? You uh, need? Talk, to me, talk to me. <laughs> talk to me about this one, big dog. Is Zeke in trouble? Just real quick. So you said your big boy TV, LA. What's, what's the, like, Dallas? What is that then? Like, medium boy oh, TV. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I think, um, so what Zeke is, I, I won't say he's in trouble. Um, the Zeke we've been saying, this is who he is. You talked about it earlier where, as a rookie in the second year, he was balling. But you're giving a guy 300-something carries, that's a lot of wear and tear. Think of a car. You drive this car miles every day, every day. How everywhere. you drive? I drive good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but these, but these that, that, that comes along with it. So you beat them up. The cool thing about Zeke, though, is if they released him this year, it was a $30 million cap. Yeah, right? they, hey, they, so, they can't do it. So they yeah. couldn't do it. So they probably really want Pollard to play. You're paying this guy this type of money, so you got to play him. I'll say this. I think it actually helps Zeke. From being a running back to Bingo. having like all, all the pressure, all, all the carries, it adds up, adds up. When you get a backup in there that, that takes some of the load off, Zeke will be more fresh than ever. Now, I'm not saying him being fresh, he's the old Zeke from rookie year or sophomore year, no. But it'll be a better Zeke, he'll, he'll look better. Because when you watch him two play, when, when Zeke goes first and the Pollard comes in, it's a big difference. It's big juices in one running back to the other one. I think he's still serviceable, right? You know, sometimes you have a car, it's, my, it's a little beat up, but hey, it still can get you to work. Right? And then on the weekends, you know, you pull out the drop top, you in LA, like you said, big TV, <laughs> and you drive that. That can be Pollard. So for this team to be successful, I truly believe you need both. Tady, take me inside the mind of a running back that is all pro running back or just a regular running back? I don't even, <laughs> I mean, so all pro at least me, once. Take joke, me inside the mind of a running back that is at least statistically on a decline. Like, if you're Zeke and you know you might feel good, you might still got the juice, you might got abs, but statistically, you're on a decline. Take me inside the mind of Ezekiel. Well, well first of all, this is the thing about the running backs, because I've been there. Zeke knows, right? We, we talk on TV. So he knows like, what? That he's declining. He knows it. He sees tape. I don't lie. When, my, when I first seen, like, my burst wasn't the same, I'm like, damn, can anybody else see this? <laughs> Am I the only one? So he sees it, so he knows. So when you bring in Pollard, he's probably his mind, like, okay, let Pollard play a little bit to, to save me for, for the third or fourth quarter, but hope he doesn't get too many carries, right, to show off and display how good he really is. So he, he's, he's bowing himself. I think as a player, you want to contribute. Long as you can contribute to the team, you'll still be valuable. Long as he gets in there and he's averaging 4.5, sure. 4.6 a carry, sure. he still has value. But let's talk about this then. Let's talk about this. Because you went to the Buffalo and you were the highest paid running back in all of football, the highest paid running back in the history of the National Football League for a period. You had your value. You were an all-pro in 2017. But in 2018, you went from four yards of carry to 3.2 yards of carry. And by 2019, you was on a different team. Wait, how many? So I was hurt, first of all. They put it on the board. Shady, the, the, the numbers are here, big dog. The numbers are here, big dog. Shady, the numbers are here. The numbers are right here, big dog. You ain't got to lie. Okay, so I'm out. From here to here, you was real, looking real Ezekiel Elliott-ish. I got, hold on. I, you, you was looking real Excuse me, let me get over. Excuse me. Let me see what's going on. You was looking real Zeke-ish from 17 to 18. yards per game? Yes. Okay, do we have yards per carry? We don't have that up there? Because first of all, this is this is the Chiefs? Yeah, right? Chiefs. Okay, so if you look on there, who led the team in yards per carry? Since you won't bring the numbers up, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I did. Okay, and then, so 16, wait. So then I got trade. Oh, I got hurt right here. Yep. Oh, so, no. I, so I was hurt. Don't break the board. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm upset. 
I got hurt right here. Then I came back and I was start balling. Balling. Right? Balling. Then we, 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 we get rid of all the linemen, right? I, I had a whole bunch of, I won't call them bums, but it wasn't right. It wasn't right. <laughs> and then you can see the rest. But my question is, Zeke is currently fluctuating between here and here. The last three years, he's statistically declined. What was on your mind, jokes aside, okay. what was on your mind during this season? Because so, that's where Zeke is. Yeah, to be honest, man, like, like when I watch him play, man, the, the burst is not there what it used to be, right? He doesn't finish off the runs the same. He doesn't have that burst through the line. So he, he knows it. He feels it. I mean, and not only that, the numbers show it. Oh, my God, I've been through it. When your numbers change a little bit, you, you feel that. You see it on tape. He's trying to find a way to, to, to find himself. The good thing is that his owner's behind him, his coach is behind him. The coach saying still the number one, and the owner who really runs the show, he said, we got to go through Zeke. So when you hear that and you know that, you, you have more confidence. Can he get him back? Better. Can, like, tell Cowboys oh, no, fans, no, 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 can no, Zeke no, get no, it back no, no, or is no. it gone? Respectfully, it's gone. And then, listen, next year, it should be Tony Pollard's show. Woo! Should be but these, but these numbers, though, hold up. These Come numbers, on, I didn't so make you know. Up. I didn't okay. make them up. I, yards per carry I didn't in, make... in 2019, yards per carry was still high. I mean, you were an all-pro in 17. And, and, look, and, and two, also, 2019, Georgia, so you know this, I, get, I came to the Chiefs, right? My first game, I had like 85 yards, something like that, on like 10 carries. I just got there. Well, what happened in the Super Bowl? Oh, and, and then, real quick, ready for this? <laughs> in the third game, I took over the start running back job. Well, what happened in the Super Bowl? Me and Eric like, Bennett, why not see you out there? Me and oh, Eric Bennett, why not see you out there? Got, I'm telling you, me and Eric Bennett, we got into it. The enemy, coach, mm -hmm. he was, he's a difficult, difficult coach to work, uh, play with. Joy, how much longer, as you're not a Cowboys fan, but if you were, how much longer are you going to still continue to watch Ezekiel Elliott until you're like, look, Jerry, you got to do something. I'm giving you too much of my money coming to these games to watch Zeke. Decline. I mean, well, it doesn't matter what we want from Jerry. Jerry's going to do what Jerry wants to do. And in this situation, he's paying him, what, a year 30 million a year? How much is he making a year? Change. It's a $30 million cap, it's like 15, 16. F 15, million. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that matters. So if you're paying the guy that much money, especially when it's a team like the Cowboys that isn't run by the coach, it, those kind of decisions aren't made by Mike McCarthy, then that's how that's going to play out. Now, hopefully they do the right thing by the team. And that doesn't mean to not use Ezekiel Elliott. I don't think Ezekiel Elliott doesn't have any value to right. the team. And he can be used. Zeke, Zeke has good hands, too. So he can be used in very creative Best ways. Best pass protecting back in football. Okay, right. we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that real quick. That's value. I, I hate hearing that phrase right there. It's, Best pass. It's true. It does not make it any less true. It's very, yeah. le it's very true. But I understand when the fans are like, bro, we're not paying you $15 million. No, for sure. Well, the fans, aren't paying, not. fans aren't paying nothing to nobody. True. Okay, so it's Jerry Jones that's paying. True, but okay. Jerry's a, not paying $15 million for you to be blocking. Sure. Absolutely. I get no, that. No, but you have, that. You, you're the one, Jerry, that insisted on signing Ezekiel Elliott before you signed Zach Prescott. So you won't be getting any sympathy from me for that either. But, but the numbers the are one. smaller. The running back running numbers. Okay, but I mean, this, it's a pretty big that, number, though. It ain't Dak's number. No, and it no. shouldn't be. But I'm hey. saying, like, I don't want to – don't cry me a river about what you paid Ezekiel Elliott. You insisted on doing that. Fair. So he, and for, the, for that matter, his first two years, Zeke earned that. Yeah. Right, final thought. Well, here, where I come down is, I mean, Zeke, Zeke's got something to worry about. It's not, it's not because of a timeshare, because the Cowboys want to be right. Right. They don't want to have to have this conversation. They're going to give him every opportunity to get right. back to that. And honestly, quietly, first month of last season, he looked like that dude. Like, if he's healthy, he, he hurt his PCL, he hurt his knee ligament. If he's healthy, he's got a chance to do that. But it starts to get possible to get rid of that deal starting next year. He needs to have a great season this year. Remember, Ezekiel Elliott, no guaranteed money over the final four years of his deal. When the guarantees run out, the assurance of being on the roster, it too runs out.